This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we journey around the world talking with fellow human design reflectors as they experiment and navigate their unique design. Today's beautiful conversation is with Carolyn. Carolyn is a 2-4 reflector and an empowerment guide who supports people in remembering their truest selves and embraces their highest gifts. Carolyn also resides in Australia, so this is another Aussie hour. Welcome, Carolyn. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Annie. (laughs) We are just having a private chuckle because I couldn't get it out of my head. I was saying Carol, Caroline instead of Carolyn. And I hope I got that right. And I apologize if I didn't. No, that's great. Hello. I'm so glad to have you here. Ah, as I said, Aussie hour. It's very loose. It's very loose. Yeah. So good to be here. Been excited about it. I'm so glad to have you. And outside in our beautiful wilderness. Yeah. Beautiful gardens here. I have to sit outside because of the energy. Let the energy flow through. It's just so beautiful and green. Lovely. So let's talk about you. Let's talk about your journey in discovering or human design discovering you. Would you like to share that with us? Sure. Uh, I wish I'd discovered it sooner, that's for sure. I'm sure everyone feels that way. Uh, I discovered human design about four years ago uh, in my local community. I was chatting with one of my soul sisters under the pine trees by the beach, talking about all things energy and spirit and yoga and meditation. And we started talking human design and I hadn't heard about it. And I thought, well, I'd really like to understand this because it sounds like it aligns quite well with with different energy practices. And yeah, I had a reading and discovered I was a reflector and it made perfect sense. Uh, and as she was describing, we, we did the reading outside under a pine tree by the beach. And as she was doing the reading, everything she said, I'm like, yeah, yes. Oh, my God. Boom, boom, boom. I can't believe. That's spot on. That is so me. How do you know those things about me? You know, being 2-4 as well, the hermit. I'm like, how does she know that? Um, yeah, it was very cool. And it just was a massive oh, that's why I'm the way I am. You know, that's why my life is the way it's panned out. And it made a lot of sense with the stuff that I'd been trying to digest from childhood and, and, you know, school days. And I was like, oh, no wonder. No wonder it was so intense. Yeah, absolutely. And it clearly it, it comes, being an intuitive person as you are, we kind of, even though we do want it, we wanted it earlier, it's come at that right time when we needed it. We were going through that healing. Can you relate to that? That there was, yeah. as you were just saying there before, something was sort of like you were really reliving some of your youth, I suppose. Yeah, I, I've always been very, uh, yeah, intuitive, perceptive, energetically tuned in as reflectors are. Uh, and certainly through high school and my earlier years, you know, I suffered chronic migraines. Like I spent 21 years of my life suffering horrendous 
migraines on morphine and all sorts of things and spent a lot of time in bed. And I actually think it was all the energies of the places that I was at and not knowing at a young age how to process the energies and uh, manage it and how to clear out what's yours, what's not yours. And, uh, yeah, even though I, I was on the journey of mediumship and reading, energy readings, it wasn't until I was in my early 30s I actually had what that, you know, a pivotal pivotal moment in your life if you're not listening to your intuitive guidance then something will happen that sort of forces you to go back down the path you meant to go down so for me it was an accident in Tuscany where I shattered one of my ankles and you know it stopped me from making decisions that were not aligning with my true self Mm. and so when I did find out about human design it was after I'd been through a lot of yogic and meditative healing and healing my body my physical body healing my energy body and healing my mindset that I then also found human design and went okay right it just that was just the conclusion of everything I've been through yeah right yeah you could have given me that earlier thank you very much (laughs) just saved me a lot of hardship but it was like you wouldn't be who you are without all of that yeah I learned learned a lot I learned a lot and I can support others as they journey through those Mm. darker moments too yes because I've walked that path as well yeah so when you found out what did you do then what was your reaction like I know that you went of course but can you be vulnerable and share that yeah I suppose the the biggest thing for me was understanding my behaviour as a teenager because uh, I was a very happy-go-lucky young lady and very sociable and, you know, open to everybody. So when they say that reflectors um, are really great in the centre of a community, like I definitely had that ability to be in the centre of a community and um, connect with everyone. But I found it hard to process the intensity of whatever everyone was like going through. So sometimes I could feel what was going to happen in someone's life, you know, and you can't tell them, hey, this is going to happen for you or this is going to happen for someone in your family. It's a lot to carry Mm. and in your ego when you're around 14 and 15, you know, sometimes you will come across like a bit of a know-it-all if you're trying to give people, you know, uninvited guidance, which I did, you know, uh, back then. Yeah, but I found it really hard to process some of the bigger experiences and if I found myself in environments that were conflict-ridden, or traumatic or violent Mm. that was you know that's all going through you so yeah I found it really hard to process and so when I started like going out and partying and having a few drinks in my early 20s and that I mean I was doing it before but in my early 20s a lot of the emotion would start to come to the surface yeah 
unprocessed emotions, stored emotion from these earlier life experiences would come up. And so I suppose when I discovered that I was a reflector, I'm like, ah, oh, give yourself a break, girl. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't beat yourself up. You were just processing a lifetime of really big emotions that have gone through your centers and then you've stored it in your, in your body vessel. Yes. Time to let it all go. So even more healing than came. Yeah. More space creation. And yeah, it was liberating. Liberating. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that you said that, that, you know, and to, to quote that, I think it's the book, isn't it? The body keeps score. It really does yeah. keep score. And I think it's really healthy for us to acknowledge like when we do find out that we are reflectors or as we go through life and we're processing our own healing or wounds from our past, it's like it's easier said than done to go, oh, that's just because I was a reflector or that's just because of that. But the body does keep score. And I think we really need to look at it, not just from the, you know, the mental mind, we really need to sort of like drop into that body and drop into our spirit and get into that alignment then to be able to release it. Yes. Yeah, because it's, you know, digestive health, you know, your intuitive gut yep. holds so much. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot within yeah. And I had done my yoga teacher training, so I'd been on a, a transformational journey with that as well. Human design came after that, so it was like, right, another layer. Let's do this again, you know, and it was a, a journey of letting go. And also looking at the, the magic of it, looking at how wonderful it is. What a gift. Yeah. And I just so much respect to any parents who are looking up the human design of their children and looking at how their children function in this world and looking at what they need, what they need to feel safe and clear. Yeah. Have you looked up your family, your family <laughs> charts, your mum and your family? Yes. Both my parents are generators. My husband's a generator and my children are a manifesting generator and a generator. So lots of generating energy all around. And my sister's a projector, which was interesting. I only found that out recently and went, get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course she is. Of course she is. Yeah, that makes so much sense now as well. Did you, did you often get on well when you were younger or were you like butting heads a lot? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> We, yeah, we were both. So we can get on really well when we're both in our happy place, doing the things that light us up. We both love dancing and yeah. being outdoors and socialising, being in nature. Yeah, it's when we're trying to function in the structured society and meet all those expectations, yeah. uh, which we don't actually don't live like that anymore. But when we were trying to meet all those external expectations, yeah, we both she she'd get tense I'd get tense in my own reflector way and yeah yeah we flash for sure I often wonder I often wonder whether or not um and I know myself as a child and a couple of others that I've spoken to in a way we didn't mean to but we were quite teasy reflectors I think you know when they're trying to find an experiment as a young child I suppose we can be the tormentors we can be the teasers sort of like poke the bear a lot and I think we do it 
because we are learning that that biofeedback or the how that energy to sample that energy do you find that you did that possibly as a child too were you the taunter no 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 I was the mm, truth teller oh yeah I was the truth teller you told it exactly how it was yes and if there was a conflict where others would walk away I'd be like no sticking at this we we are going to work our way through this <laughs> and let's let's look at what's going on here and get to the bottom of it <laughs> yes the truth teller wow that's that could possibly be that too for coming out and it's obviously carried through now to the work that you're currently doing the truth teller holding space being we're going yeah, to get to the bottom of it yeah absolutely straight to the heart every time let's get straight to the heart of it <laughs> let's not deal with all the fluff let's go beyond the fluff and get right into what's really going on yeah Boom. i love that right here yeah do you try to parent by design or i am learning yeah and i'm open to any guidance and advice because yeah I have a little young baby, five months old. He's the generator and I have a, a nearly three-year-old and she's the manifesting generator and she is super aware and tuned in and we have some similar gifts as well, yeah. higher sensory gifts. So I am uh, making space for her to evolve. Mm. And that doesn't always align with what I need because I think I need more rest than her. She's got a lot of energy. Yeah. But one thing we have in common is nature and being outdoors. Yeah. And I know she just needs her space and her downtime. I'm seeing that too where she just wants to retreat and and just have, yeah, just be left alone. Yeah. Now, even if I want to cuddle, she'll be like, no, and I'm, I respect, okay, she doesn't want anyone or anything in her energy field. She's in her space right now. Yeah. And i just got to honour that. That's right. Super creative, super creative. And when she wants me, she'll come to me. Like everything's on her terms. But, yes, I'm learning because she's only just at that age where she's starting to articulate more and be able to tell me what she needs. But her strongest mantra is I need. I love it. Not I want or I like, everything's I need and it's so strong. And I've noticed that ever since she first started talking, she's been able to say I need. And she's also been able to say no. And I'm like, my, wow, that's pretty powerful already. Yeah future leader of the new world that's right <laughs> i need and know <laughs> yeah i need and know yes yes yeah. i love that you're just you're holding that space you know you're just allowing allowing them to be them because it is can be difficult when we're hit with the, the different energies and i hear what you're saying about our future leaders i always refer to my son as our oh overlord um <laughs> <laughs> lovingly refer to yeah. him as our overlord because he will boss us around and we sometimes joke to each other and say 
gee whiz, he's bossy. <laughs> You're not managing staff yet, son. You've still got us. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I don't always get it right. And sometimes I, I'll hear my, my, old, my programming from mm. my childhood come into my mind. But, you know, at least I'm aware of it and I can take action on it faster in that moment and go, oh, that's a program. Step back, take a breath, do it differently. How are we going to do it differently? I love that because yeah. that's the best we can do is just be aware. Can't be perfect all the time because that's just an illusion. Perfection's yeah. an illusion. Yeah. True. So finding human design, going through this, as you were just saying, you did all your yoga training as well. So it's just like it, it's all these little um, pieces of the puzzle came together for you. And yeah. can you can you share with us how that then manifested into the work that you're doing now? Because it just feels like it's it's just snowballed into this beautiful creation. Sure. Uh... It was an evolution because I've been seeing and sensing spirit since I was six years old and I was already on this journey of, of embracing that part of myself. It's nobody else in my immediate family were aware of their gifts at the time. So as I was seeing the world so young in this way and any parents with children that are seeing spirits or hearing sounds or things that are beyond this dimension I'd say it's probably real and please listen to them mm. uh, because I could have turned it all off and my parents even though they didn't understand they they would listen to me and they'd say look we don't understand I don't see what you're seeing but tell me what you're seeing because I was allowed to express my experiences, uh, sometimes they might try to, you know, make it logical for themselves and say, are you sure this didn't happen? Are you sure? And I'd be like, no, it wasn't that. It was this. And very clear. Yeah. And because of that, I was able to keep these gifts alive through my teens and into my 20s. And then I... I uh, got to a point in my life where I just, as you say, the body speaks to us. I was pretty unwell. I had so many things going wrong with me and the doctors were saying, we don't know what's wrong with you, but every single system within your body is screaming alarm and we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know where it started and how to start treating it. And it was literally because I was ignoring my gift. I was ignoring my true essence, my true vibration, yeah. my soul. I wasn't listening to it. Yeah. I was just trying to bend and stretch and squish myself into the way society asks us all to do. Yeah. You know? We have to say no. So I had these, what to me at the time, felt like natural abilities to be able to read somebody on a soul level, to be able to see their story in my mind like a movie, to be able to see where they're meant to be journeying and where, what needs to change, how they're feeling, what their fears are. I could feel and see it all like a movie. 
and I would share it with family, friends, and friends of friends that had heard through the grapevine, oh, you know, my friend says you've got this ability to do this stuff, would you do it for me? And i just do it. I was in, that's what I was doing in my 20s. It wasn't until I had that the accident and had my energetic healing, my yoga path healing, that and then learning about human design that I was like, absolutely, I need to really embrace more of this now. It's a, it's a beautiful confirmation. And uh, so I started uh, Take a Breath with Carol and Hickey, which was teaching people how to slow down with breath and meditation so that they can reconnect with who they really are. Yeah. Actually listen to that internal voice, the inner voice saying, this is the path you're meant to go on. Stop hiding it away from the world. Uh, be all of you. Share your true essence. Live that inner vibration. Yeah, don't suppress it. Because if you don't let the energy flow in your system, then, it, yeah, it messes around with your, your health, your well-being, your body, your mental, yes. your energetic, all of it, the emotional. And as I lived this path myself, Life got so much more expansive and I had beautiful flow and I found my husband and, you know, we had beautiful family and it could have been very different had I continued to lock it all in. Yeah, I don't think they would have let you anyway by the no. sounds of things. <laughs> so, so now the work that I do is working with people and groups. So I've been holding moon circles because as you know, the reflectors, we're very connected to the moon energy. Yes. And that actually was pretty special. Understanding that I shouldn't be making decisions for 28 days. Yeah. I'm like, that totally makes sense because I'd often make a decision and then sit on it just organically. Yeah, right. And then even when I do launches now and different things with my business, I'll like start it and then I'll sort of change it over the next 28 days and then feel really ready about it a month later. Yeah. So anyway, I'm jumping around a bit, but that happens. Um, yeah, so I work, I was doing moon circles, working with, with uh, women and different groups, reading the energy of the group. So when you're sitting in the circle, I'll receive channeled meditations for the group that are like energy activations. Yeah. And that are working with the light or working with the environment, wherever we are. I've been running my circles from a florist during um, or even before COVID um, so that I'm sitting in an environment that's natural and beautiful and clean and pure. And then that energy is really good for me to remain yeah. clear. Yeah. to work with others yeah so we'll sit in circle and people will share and shared and let go and and then I'll I'll be able to tune into their energy and receive what the group needs for mm -hmm. the healing or for the activation and also receive particular guidance for individuals if they want it I don't always share in the in the group setting yeah. that's how it all started for me take a breath moon circles and teaching meditation because often teaching meditation really helps the unconscious come through people start to realize what they need to release and let go of what the patterns are that they've been facing and from there we can go okay well what 
as you let go of this, what do you, what's wanting to expand within you? What's the truth that wants to expand within you? And the more we sit in stillness and meditate and just listen and tune into the heart and do some automatic writing, the more people go, oh my gosh. It's like you unlock a part of yourself and a little bit of your who you really are sneaks out and then they can't go back. That's right. <laughs> beautiful big drape behind golden drape of this is who I really am and I'm trying to just bring it all out into the world you know but for many people it, it happens in stages they become more confident with who they are and then you'll get to a point where you just want to fly and it all has to come out yeah I love yeah. I love the sounds of that it's it's so true when you watch people just slow down because it's really hard for people to slow down in a in a world like this I think we're getting better at it I think that society is getting better at it whereas you know it's a bit bit trendy now (laughs) it's trendy now to be slow down or live a slower life but for some it's still they're still quite manic and as you just said there before it's like once they turn that key there's no going back and then they might go away for a little while but they come back because they kind of want want more they're like oh I want that again that felt good yeah. And then their self comes out, doesn't it? What yeah, beautiful and work. That, and if we deny, if we deny and try to push down that the inner voice, you know, the soul, the spirit that's calling us towards what's the right path, you know, our most aligned path with our, our vibration, then we feel that inner charge, like we're uncomfortable. There's discomfort there. Yeah. Like some, and we can only put up with that discomfort and that inner charge for so long before we have to say, you know what, I need to make some big decisions. I need to feel, I want to feel good. I want to feel, I want to feel how I feel when I do the things that light me up. That's it. Do the things that light us up. I love how you said there before that, you know, your whole life you've always had these gifts. You've always been aware of them. Um, and that your parents supported you in that because I think that I can only speak for myself and my children, but I had those too and it wasn't supported. So it was, you know, you sort of like it's pushed, pushed down. And so I did suppress. It was always there. It was always creeping to come out. And so you do stuff in uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. And it was funny because it did start to rear its head again when I had my first two children And I noticed that they had stuff, but because I'd had so much fear instilled in me, I never allowed them to really explore that. So it's only been since I went back in through my later thirties and had my third child, which was the catalyst for me to go back and go, Oh, here's spirit knocking at the door saying, you're not running anymore. You've got to embrace it. And here it all is that I went back to my older daughters and sort of said, and they're generators how does this feel? And I've got one who's exceptionally open about it. The other one, her gifts are there, but she's got fear. So I just, it's a long way of coming back to it. But what you were saying, I think is really important, especially for reflectors, because I think naturally we are quite psychic and quite open. There's a reason that we are. And I think we've all got these gifts, especially if you're raising a reflector child, what you said before is, don't ever tell them that what they're seeing isn't real or 
talk about it. I just want to talk about that a little bit more because I really feel strongly about how we can, our words matter and how we need to raise our little people with this understanding that just because we can't understand it doesn't mean it's not there. Yes, absolutely. So I was very scared. So I was the youngest of 10 cousins and I grew up seeing way too many scary films and parents, we have to be really vigilant about what we're showing our children because they are sponges and babies and children, they know more than we do when they're born and then they forget. And it's, you know, for most of us, we've been in our twenties and thirties and forties going on a remembering journey, yeah. remembering who we are and remembering, you know, our, our past life experiences, our ancient tools, but the children now, the young ones now, they're not going to forget. They're going to remember. They're going to remember all the way through. So you, it's important to be listening because they're our teachers. They're going to be teaching us the ancient ways. They're going to be holding the ancient knowledge and they'll be showing us. They'll be showing, you might notice your children want to slow down and look at particular plants and flowers and even toddlers can motion like, to eat it or to do different things. They can communicate using sign as to what they believe this plant's about. So pay attention to things like that. Uh, we can also have children that can hear beyond this realm and they can hear, you know, uh, some I've worked with some children that can hear galactic beings and can see beings and they'll talk to me about seeing beings of different colours. This is, this is quite new for me but also not. I just sort of didn't have the door open as open towards yeah. this when I was a teen. So I was afraid. It's yeah. all coming back. It's all coming back. So we become conditioned by what we are exposed to as children. So if we've seen scary movies that make all spirit experiences look like, you know, bad, dark ghosts and demons and, you know, we live in a, in a dualistic world of, of light and shadow and it all exists, but where we focus is where we go. So if we focus on the light, we're going to have more light experiences. Yes. And it wasn't until I met a mentor in my 20s that I was able to work through my fear. And some of these really dark experiences I was having actually became beautiful experiences. Yeah. The dark can turn into light very quickly. Yes. based on how we're vibrating when yeah. we're vibrating really well then we have much lighter experiences but if we're functioning from a state of fear or a low vibration then we're going to see everything from that lower fear state then everything looks scary yes yeah yes. so yeah I used to I know when I first told my parents about my experiences I was scared I used to have a man in my room every night when I was growing up looking out the window and I always thought it was something to be afraid of but you know when I was in my I think it was about 18 or 19 I said to mum who's this man in this photo because that's the man so it was one of my great uncles who was guarding me like looking after me beautiful and watching over me and yes Many magical things have unfolded since I worked that out. You know, the breadcrumbs have followed the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Um, so important for the children. Yeah. Um, the teens now 
I have some concern because I feel that the last few years has been a real gap for the teenagers. And they've grown up with a lot of focus on technology and we've moved into an education system that's very technological. And there's been some dysfunction with connection. What mm -hmm. is connection? How do we connect? And I feel that teens too have had to navigate a different way of communicating. And I think for them, circles will be wonderful. To be able to sit in circle, as many adults are now feeling called to, and actually sit with themselves and express themselves, name emotion and express emotion. I think that's something that our, our young, young adults absolutely need in our teens because the world that they've been uh, growing up in just hasn't been offering that. I mean, online chat yeah. isn't the same. And we're and, shifting too as parents. Like it's shifting from from the way we were raised and now we're trying to raise children in a, in a world that's just breaking apart. So it's, we've all got to shift. We've got yeah. to shift our parenting. To we've got to get back to nature. Nature is the great healer and helps us just remember who we are. Nature takes us back home yeah. to ourselves, and we're all connected and we are nature. I think if I didn't have uh, my connection with nature as a teen, my grandparents lived on a farm. We were at the beach all the time. We we're always out in nature. I don't know how I would have, I think that was my medicine as I was adjusting to all of the experiences I was having because trees transmute negative energy. Water's the great connector. We breathe in light to elevate we need we need all of that and if I was always if all my spare moments were in a city setting or inside around technology I I don't think it would have been very good for me so I think it's so important that the children are spending time in nature and not on their um, with the music not distracted just still and observing and listening to it all listening to the natural sound medicine the birds mm, yeah i like the, the sounds the wind all the elements engaging with all the elements and just sitting their their butt down on the earth like on the grass on the dirt on the rocks yeah just really connecting and just lying down i think sometimes too bushwalks are great and it's lovely to go for a run i think the real down. Is yeah and just you know, lizarding out on the rocks, just lying there and letting the rocks just dissolve. Yeah. Let yourself dissolve into the rocks. Ask to sit under a tree. Ask the trees if you can sit with them. Yes. Like everything, everything's a soul. Like we, anything that's alive has spirit within it. That's a massive change for me as well. Yeah. You're speaking my language. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, and I, I do feel for what you're saying there before, you can imagine your life if you were sort of stuck in a inner city, in a city apartment and the the hustle, the bustle, and and it sort of leads itself to why, you know, especially reflectors, because we are so susceptible to energy, the depression, the anxiety, the just the overwhelm, the disappointment, the just 
it's it can become really difficult when you cannot get out so I guess what you were just saying then is if you can't get out maybe bring nature into you go and buy some plants bring them in set up some nice nature sounds would you recommend those kind of ways to bring nature in yeah absolutely and even just engaging where you are just if there's a tree outside your window um every time you're leaving the house acknowledge that tree spend time with that tree and communicate heart to heart like i communicate from my heart to the heart of whatever it is i'm talking with uh, and, and just build a relationship with that with those trees around your home um, look at the sky look at the horizon okay and breathe that in and you can also expand your energy field out so take up more space so breathing your energy field out to the horizon talk, looking up to the clouds moving with the clouds watching a cloud letting your thoughts travel with that cloud that cloud there's all the elements around us. I ran uh, meditations on the beach. It's one of the things I love doing. My husband started working much earlier and can't do it anymore. But I uh, used to love running sunrise meditations on the beach. In early morning, the medicine of the sun, that beautiful red transmuting deep healing sun medicine is so important so if any there is anywhere you can sit in your apartment or get out and be in on the sunrise do it close your eyes breathe it in breathe it into every cell of your body um, I know a lot of people that live in apartments that are quite built up and I say but is there a room where the light comes in the window and it turns the room into you know you can get a ray and they're like yeah, yeah I can get that I'm like, well, get there, go and sit there and sit in that, in that light. If you can't be out in it in nature, be in it in that way and just yeah. breathe. A lot of people say to me, I, they have trouble sleeping and they struggle. You know, I can't get up in the morning. I just can't. I'm too tired. And I'm like, it's exactly what you need to do. It's a reset. Mm. If you start getting up with the sun and go and look and sit with the sunrise, it will reset your system. Yeah. And you will, you will sleep better. And you I can definitely, I can definitely vouch for that. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that I was, um, you know, a, a late night person, but it's over the last 10, 12 years, I, I need to rise early and get going. <laughs> and even doing these, sometimes it's like the times aren't working for this podcast. And it's like, I can do 6am in the morning. That's fine. I'm already awake for a couple of hours. And I went, a walk yesterday on sunset and I went and sung and danced in nature because the things that we do when we're kids that light us up are the things that help us connect with our spirit now and clear whatever isn't ours so yeah yesterday I needed to refill because I'd been with the kids for days and days and days and I, I felt like I what's the word you feel a bit locked in and my energy couldn't open out like I like it to so I, instead of going to yoga or going for a run I went for a walk in nature and I went and sung and danced on sunset and that was that was a letting go like the sunset's also a great way to let things that need to be handed over let them go let them be handed over 
and allow your vessel to be clear for the next day. So beautiful. And I'm so glad that you brought that up, that, you know, just getting back to those simple things of what brought you joy as a child. When you start to remember that and do it again, it's like, oh, that, that brings me joy now. I love meeting you beautiful, wonderful people from all around the world, just down the road. Um, the other day I saw one of the girls that I follow on the podcast. She was, she was doing some silk fans. Um, and I remember as a child, I used to have my hands in these long, you know, like um, old your grandparents' big shirt or something like that. And I used to do, I didn't realise it at the time, but it must be a, a past life thing or a memory of Chinese water dancing, you know, how they do the, and um, so I have these silk fans as well, but I went and dug through and found an old shirt and I was out there. It was a workout. I'd forgotten how good my body felt to move, not in a running or cycling or weightlifting and just move in this fluid way of with these big um, silk fans. Oh, so I just, I love that you brought that up because it is so important and we forget, we've forgotten. And then when we remember it, just like, oh, why did I stop? (laughs) And paint with your hands, like get a canvas. If you loved painting, you know, you don't always have to use a paintbrush and follow the rules. You can just feel it and get put some gloves on or don't and just paint. It's all moving energy through our body, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so important. I love that, that you were out dancing. Yeah, I love We're all going to start to call, be called to, you know, our past life energies and our our tools and our our way of connecting that may that, that's what we need to bring in that's what that's what humanity needs now at this time of change yeah to reconnect with the, the higher stuff and and being in our own energy too what you were saying before of when you finally just let go and you actually can embrace who you are the weird, the wacky, the who gives a shit what anybody else is thinking. It's like when you can truly embrace who you are, there's such a freedom and a love and it's like you just don't question it. It's very hard to get there. I know it can feel scary to get there, but when you start to get there, it's like, oh, I'm home. I know a lot of uh, people worry about being judged or ridiculed or rejected by their friendship group or their family if they live their truth but often when we when we take that step there's others around us that go oh my gosh you know if you share that unusual story or you tell somebody how you you're truly feeling it it does give them permission to do the same and they often go I feel the same I you know I hate when people say they're good all the time when they're not good. Why don't they just say, I feel absolutely exhausted. Like, I don't want to go to that party because I love everyone, but I just need to do me. I just need to breathe. I just need space. And like, it's so liberating to hear you be honest when others might have a, you know, a spiritual story to share. If you, when you share, others will share. And if people drop away, they're meant to drop away because maybe you're being locked up in friendship groups that don't actually align with who you are. And that's it. As people drop away, you'll make new friends that take you to wonderful elevated places. 
Have you found that your reflectorism, that's a new word. Yeah, have you like found it. that it's, you have you rubbed people up the wrong way or you just, you get to that high vibration uh, position and it's entrainment. So nothing, how does that work for you with energies of people? Do you find that you rub them up the wrong way? I think I, that was occurring for me in my teen years. Yeah. So I'm also a Scorpio rising. So I know a lot of people say when they first met me, they were, they found my energy big and intimidating. And I'm like, really? <laughs> then they're like, but then when I met you, you're not, you weren't that at all. <laughs> I know. I didn't know about Scorpio rising at the time either. So I think sometimes too, a lot of people will feel they think they're reading your energy, but they're reading themselves. Um, that was something else that I had to learn. Also, when I meet people and I can feel different sensations on different parts of my body, like heavy on the heart or yeah. you know, super anxious out of nowhere, suddenly I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. It's not yours. It's not yours. You know, if it just let it move through you, it's not yours. It's not yours. Yeah. Yeah, I find that's interesting. But certainly the most challenging times for me as a reflector were at school, high school, uh, just trying to navigate it all and not having the, the self-awareness that I have now and the filter and the ability to step out of situations and observe them. Yes. Don't have that. That's a learned. We need to be teaching that more and more to our young ones, the ability to take a breath and step back from a situation and just observe it don't be in it yes yeah yes that would be that'd be an amazing tool which i need to do more of with my little ones to teach them exactly what i'm teaching myself to be the observer to not take things personally it's okay to not be liked by everybody doesn't mean anything against you like these are these are life lessons that we really you know we we're learning we need to part on our little people or they need to teach us. You say, do I rug people up the wrong way? I think people find it hard to, when they first meet me, to know who I am mm. and what I'm about. Because sometimes I can be, if there's a lot of energy in a space, then I'm a bit up high here in, you know, chakra eight and nine. And I, <laughs> as I, might, not, I might not come across grounded. But it's a gift to be able to be able to function in the higher vibrations and live here. That is being grounded. Yeah. The fact that we can exist here and access those higher vibrations is groundedness. Um, you know, I think that's the thing. Different people will get you at different times on different energies. Sometimes really quite insular, other times super extroverted and and, and vibing. Yeah. So and I, I guess they can throw people, can't it? Yeah. It's like, I just met you yesterday and you were totally vibing and now you're really serious. And I think they probably take that as a, oh, have I done something wrong? It's just like, oh, this is just me. I just, I just ride the waves, baby. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's why I got so excited when I, I said, I really want to just meet more reflectors. So talk about how we do this because it is, it's unique and yeah. Oh, it's just lovely. It's lovely to be able to talk about. 
It is so good. I did, yeah, I, I love these chats. Pardon? I said it's so good to be able to talk about riding the waves. Yeah, because no. that's how it feels. I realised that the other day. It's highs are high and they're, low, they're not lows as in, you know, depressive lows, though there are times where you can get hit by things. But as you say, you learn how to step out of it, but it's just a low as in more of a calm. It's not yeah. as I'm up here. <laughs> I'm dancing in I'm dancing in the universe. Well, I don't watch I don't watch heavy films like I and if I do I sort of need to be very conscious about what mm. I'm absorbing. Yeah. And and processing it in the moment and not taking it into my body because I used to go to the movies when I was in my 20s and I'd clench my jaw and get a massive headache from watching a scary film or even an intense action packed film. You're taking all that right through your system yes. and holding into it. Everyone else is relaxed because they've been at the movies and not I'm leaving all rigid and tense with a massive headache. Yeah. I, I've found that more and more since discovering over the last couple of years of human design. And I think human design gave me the permission slip to sort of really journey a little bit even further into myself and sort of sit there. And so I can't go to any circus shows I can't, I can't watch death defying stunts. I literally, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it um, yeah. because it's horrendous. Even though they, they sort of say, oh, it's just a show. It's just, like, I can't, I can't because you're, you're picking up all of that energy in the room and it's, yeah. I'm absorbing, as you say, I'm absorbing the energy to my body and it's, it's awful. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to do that to myself. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm very particular about colors the colours I wear, the places I go. And sometimes if someone says to me, I'm a very good listener and I'm a great healer, so I don't want to come across cold. But sometimes you have to project your energy. And if you know somebody is reaching out to you at a time where you need to honour your own energy and they really need your energy, <laughs> you've got to be discerning so you don't end up depleted yeah. yeah yeah ditch the people pleasing yeah we're not taught that though you know growing up we're not taught to you know to self-preserve we're not taught to look after ourselves first I know my upbringing was very much you look after or you look after others you look after others you look after others so and you become mothers and you you know we're not we're not taught that enough to go you can still be kind caring and supportive but you have to honor who you are and your energy. So I'd love to, didn't mean to interrupt, no. just makes me think of the kids again. Mm. You know, schools are, some schools are really big, thousands and thousands of kids, lots going on in the schoolyard, lots of energy, school assemblies, you know, it's, it's a lot of energy moving around um, in schools. And I know that in the city too, it's just for kids, you know, they, they don't have the same freedom to be able to just to go and take a walk and self-regulate and ask, you know, you can ask to go to the, the bathroom and sometimes it's a yes and sometimes it's a no. And I'm a teacher. Like I can't stand that part of this, the education system because it just doesn't align with, with the world I live in. And I just think of these children and how our children need permission to self-regulate and they need permission to honour their needs and what they're feeling intuitively for themselves throughout the day 
And I just don't think our current education structures offer that mm. at all. So bring on the change in the education system. Because the yeah. kids, kids are so intuitive. They know what they need. They're just not being given the opportunity to act on that. That's right. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed that starts with one, you know starts with one one lights the candle and that person lights somebody else's candle and hopefully it can just by doing this just by even being open and exploring different people and accepting people for their differences I think we teach that to our children our teach our children can then teach that to their friends just go I I include you even as a manifesting generator even as (laughs) let's not put people in boxes but you know I jest but it's just like Oh, you can sit with me. (laughs) We all work really well together. Oh, we do. So how, can we talk about your business, how people can work with you if if you would like that? You've got a new program coming up, I think, don't you? I do. So now that I've had my children, this is something I've been asked to do for a long time by my soul and my spirit team. So I, I also communicate with, with spirit, um, spirits of the earth um, and those that live within the light. That's how I see it. Uh, and they've been with me for many lifetimes. And I'm so glad I'm finally listening to them. So, yeah, I'll be continuing the moon circles, but I am, I'm Take a Breath with Carol and Hickey. So that, that name came to me uh, on my healing journey as I was learning to walk again uh, after injuring myself. And it was about learning the power of breath to slow down, to turn off the stress response in the body turn on the parasympathetic nervous system and let the body heal itself. You know, we get in the way. And now over the last couple of years, uh, I'm starting to move more towards uh, helping people liberate themselves, activate themselves, just as I have, because our story is our medicine. That's our gift. That's what we teach. So I call myself a guide because I feel that a guide with healing abilities because I feel that everybody is is on their own journey and unless someone's invested in making the changes, making the decisions, walking the path, uh, nothing's going to happen. So I walk with you. I walk alongside you. I guide you. I use my channeling abilities to share with you what what I read from your soul. Uh, And I ask questions rather than just tell. And because we all know that the best healing and the best growth comes when we feel it within ourselves, when we see it within ourselves, like a a mirror, aha. If someone just tells you this is how it is, I did that, I did that when I was a teenager, it doesn't work. (laughs) You know, it's all about helping people uncover or unfold into their whole being so this this journey i don't want to call it a course because it's someone has said to me what modules will be within it 
well, it's not module based. Okay? I've done lots of courses and I'm a teacher. I know how to build programs and build modules and all that. Now, I, I will, I'm running Remember Your Magic self-activation journey. Okay, it's an empowerment journey. We sit together. I'll be guided as to ask particular questions that take the group uh, deep within, deep within to sit within their heart, their spirit home and really listen to that inner voice. The voice that maybe they've been ignoring for a really long time, but they've been hearing for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> then ignoring. Uh, because I don't want anyone to have to go through some of those big pivotal life events that I've gone through. If we can avoid those bigger ones, that would be good. Um, certainly everybody has those moments where life comes to a head and you have to make some serious decisions. Sometimes we keep making decision to align with something that isn't our truth. Mm. That's the path we want to avoid. We want to align with our truth and live more expansively. Now, some of the people that I've worked with on this before have realized that they're healers. They've got healing hands. You know, they've always felt like they want to help people and they can feel the energy around them and they can feel spirit and they can feel the heat in their hands, but without any training. And once they start to discuss these sensations they have, then they start to realize, oh, right. So, you know, so this is similar to Reiki or this is similar to, you know, shamanic healing experiences. Okay, well, what do we want to do with it? You know, and if they, it just starts with, it. the funny thing is once someone actually acknowledges and expresses these gifts, takes it out of their hidden inside internal world and shares it, more and more comes and yes. they feel freer and, and the gift strengthens. So then they start to build a stronger relationship with their gifts. And then they start to maybe experiment within the group with us and share the gift with us or share the gift with family and friends. And maybe they want to move forward in life and use this for their work, their service work. Or maybe it's just something that they're going to keep for themselves, but also use for, you know, maybe with animals or maybe in nature, you know, we can always use our gifts beyond ourselves. It doesn't always have to be about starting a new business and, and making a whole life change. It's just one step towards your truth and let, let, let your life expand. And then when you feel ready, take the next step, expand again, like those waves, you know, take the, let the expansion happen. Other people have felt like they see the world very focused. They can see the world with great clarity, almost as if the world is written in blueprint or geometric shapes. They can see that in their mind's eye when they look at things. But it can be very difficult to find the words to express how they see the world. Well, we don't have to use words. We can draw, we can write, we can sing, we can dance. There's so many different ways we can express ourselves. Yeah. But when people start to realise that what they're seeing is actually their gift and maybe they, that gift needs to activate now because we're moving into a new way of being on this planet and they're going to be teachers. Yeah. And they're going to be able to uh, help us build things in a, in a new way because they have this, this gift, this, this uh, 
visionary ability to see well beyond, well beyond where we are right now, but also in building structures. They don't just see how a system works. They can see it like almost on a, a magnified. Yep. Uh, yes, I could, they can see it at a greater depth of all the little intricate bits that need to happen in order for that machine to function and so forth. So this is the sorts of things that come out. But what, what we notice is people feel empowered and then they go, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm actually going to live this stuff. Like I'm going to choose to share this work in the world. I'm going to do my best to express this to people. So they're not holding back anymore and just walking down another path that feels okay, but doesn't feel aligned with their soul. When you live aligned with your soul, everything feels expansive and light and bright and you, you know, and there's flow, there's momentum, there's growth. Yeah. It's not the challenges. Yeah, look, challenges are going to come up, but it's not the same as pushing through. You often yeah. hear when people aren't living aligned or they're denying their truth. They're like, I'm just going to push through. And you can see it in their body. They're mm. like shoulders hunch over. They're dropping on their heart and you know that that energy we lock that's we're locking up on our natural energy when our posture does that yeah if we're living our truth our hearts usually shining out into the world you know we're strong from this place flow not force yeah so yeah the journey really is about sharing and then in receiving individual guidance learning from each other and also receiving activations. So I receive channeled meditations that are, let's call them light healing. Some of them are to, to transmute energy mm-hmm. and everybody transmutes their own energy. You heal yourself, but this energy supports you to do so faster. So you can move through some of those heavier experiences in your life and those denser blocks mm-hmm. uh, faster. And then we make more space in the body for our light to expand. And so the growth and the change happens faster. And can this, pro, uh, this um, journey, it, it's, it's done online as well as in person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's on, depending where you live, we, we're doing all the groups online. Uh, and then the one-to-ones can be online or in person. Um, yeah, it's nine weeks. We meet weekly for uh, a clarity coaching circle and then fortnightly for the deeper healing sessions so you can integrate the second week yeah it just gives you a little bit of time so it's a a very strong energetic container Mm. and nine weeks i thought was a nice nice amount of time because usually by about five or six weeks we're getting quite deep you want to stay in it but then we're going to meet again in June because there's two very big, powerful eclipses in May. So we want to use the knowledge and the growth from this uh, container to really integrate and, and, and have these eclipses, which can help you take even bigger leaps. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, yeah, just let it happen. Let it all unfold and then and come together. starting? Uh, starting on the, the 3rd of March. 3rd of March, which is a Thursday night. So, and there's big energies activating with Aquarius. So a lot, we're on the new moon today and the uh, Chinese New Year. 
a lot of people might find that some of their higher gifts, some of their past life gifts as well, start to activate this month. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, there's definitely. Likely. You're feeling it too? Uh, there's a buzz in the air. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've done a few rounds this week. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like it's Christmas. Some, I feel oh, like you I, feel like it's Christmas. I feel like I've just had, I've just been tossed around. <laughs> I'm getting thrown around. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Some big healing. I had some big healing this week. From, to let more light in. Yeah. We're making space to let more light in. That's a really beautiful way of looking at it. Thank you for saying that because I have been wondering and just as soon as you said that, it's just like, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, that's how come it feels like I've just been tumbled around. Yeah. <laughs> been thrown in the washing machine. It's going, we're just going to empty some of this dirt out of here because don't need it anymore. Get rid of it. You think, where's it coming from? Oh, my gosh, this is some really old stuff I've looked at before. Why is it coming back up again? Oh, yeah. that that's come through as well. It was like, what were you doing, Annie, in 2013? And I'm like, 2013, what was I doing? And I remember... I'm reliving actually some of the same patterns that I had in 2013. And I'm like, oh, 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 I see you. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. You know, when you have that awareness and you're just like, what's going on? And that's when I get really grateful because I'm like, ah, oh, thank you. Yeah. I've now got a chance to just change that narrative. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tossed around. Oh, thank you so very much. Pardon? Thank you. If anyone wants to know about the course, uh, they can find out more at uh, carolynhickey.com. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Sounds amazing. I want to do everybody's journeys and programs. It's just like if I could just do it all. Yeah. This is my five one. See, I'm just I'm just a perpetual student of life. It's like I love that you're doing this. I love that you're doing this. I'm so excited. And look, you get to meet so many amazing people. I do. And you know what? Um, it's, I think I said something the other day. It's, I never, I, I like to be prepared for things in my past life. You know, I like to be prepared. Again, I've got that five one. So people project onto me of being, and so I don't like to not know what I'm talking about because the, the, the backlash from that can be a bit brutal, but a part of me just went, excuse me, fuck it, but I'm just going to do this. Um, and it's been so healing because I learn and I get, you know, like just you there talking before and I'm listening and I'm like, hang on, are you speaking to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> I find that the people that I'm talking to are very, we're all aligned and it's just like, we're just, there's just so much healing going out from it. Anyway, it's it's magnificent. So I I don't you know, I don't want to do this. I do this for me, and I do this for everybody else because it's just so rewarding. Yeah. And as you say, I get to meet all these beautiful people and and get inspired. I get inspired, yeah. and I'm just like, oh wow, that sounds amazing, and it lights me up. And then I feel like you know, I don't need generators. I just need all my little my little reflector friends doing all <laughs> the beautiful stuff. <laughs> Have you shared your story yet? A little bit. Um, the, the episode zero, I did start and then it was really awkward for me talking about myself for 14 minutes. Um, I sort of like weave in a little bit, but there's just so much, you know, as you, as you can appreciate. We're not, 
not a spring chicken. But just before I got on, I was actually looking at my Chiron in return because I'm coming into that and I'm like, oh, something else is going on there as well. So it's like, oh, you know, 46 years of conditioning, I suppose. But it's it's all coming out. It's all unraveling, which it's it's exactly how it's supposed to be. So it's beautiful. It's really well, I look forward to hearing more of your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Such it was like it all just comes up and then I get off sometimes and I'll go and write and I'll journal about it and I'm like that was really healing that was something that I needed to to think back on and in that in this container that we're having and as I said to you just before when we were chatting it's just like I was inspired by somebody to just dance again I mean I dance a lot anyway but just dancing in a different capacity not for work um it's just beautiful (laughs) for your soul thank you pardon you were dancing for your soul that's right not for anybody else it's so nice oh thank you so much thank you i want to do this journey. thank you everyone who's joining us thank you so much oh you inspired me see <laughs> i'm gonna let you go thank you so very much you have a magnificent day i appreciate your energy i appreciate your time thank you i look forward to connecting again yeah talk to you soon bye bye